A very important part of my ministry is to visit the sick when, when they are in hospital or in a nursing home, and even more so to be present to give them the last rites at the end of their life. And why, one of the reasons why it is very important to me is that it brings a lot of peace and consolation into people's lives. Uh, some years ago, I was called to a hospital that I wasn't familiar with. And I had the room number, but I, I left out one digit. And I walked into a room, and there was an elderly woman in there, um, very afraid to be in hospital and alone. And when I walked in and she looked at me in my dress, in my black, and with my Roman collar, uh, she, she, she literally cried out and she says, I don't want to die. She was so terrified of dying and so terrified of being in hospital that I really apologized. I couldn't apologize enough and uh, I left and I know that um, it was a very difficult time for her and unfortunately I didn't make it any better by my appearance. But she wanted me gone very quickly from her. And that is something that, that concerns me, and I think it's something that, that we all struggle with. You know, when we go for a medical test, um, I took an MRI recently, you know, you're waiting and waiting and waiting for the results, and that waiting is not a peaceful waiting. It can be a waiting of fear and of worry. And uh, recently, a friend of mine confided me that he was diagnosed with cancer, and I can see in him that he wasn't his usual self before he even told me. Because fear, anxiety, worry, all of these things, they steal what is most beautiful in us. They steal our truth, our beauty, our love, our joy, our hope. And that is something that Jesus wants to address in the transfiguration uh, that we are celebrating today. To not be defined uh, by a horrible diagnosis. Don't let sickness, don't let sin, don't let fear, don't let anything like that, don't let it steal our beauty, the beauty of who we are as God's beloved children. This is what Jesus was trying to address, as I said, when he went up the mountain with his intimate friends, Peter, James and John. He took them up the mountain because shortly before he does this, he just had told them that he's going to Jerusalem and he's going to suffer and he's going to die. Now it says in scripture that at that stage most of the people who had walked with him all through his ministry, during the three years of his ministry, they turned their backs and walked away. They left him because they couldn't accept that this could be part of what it was about to be a disciple of Christ. And even uh, Peter who had just said, we know that you are the Son of God. Uh, when Jesus asked him, who do you think I am? And he said, Jesus said, it's not, that didn't come from you, that came from the Holy Spirit. And then when Peter hears he's going to suffer and die, he says, Master, this is never going to happen to you. So he brings them up the mountain. And when everyone goes up a mountain, it means they're going to get very close to God. And this was a very high mountain, so they were going to get very close to God. And when they were up on that mountain there, uh, the cloud descends. And the cloud symbolizes the presence of God. So when the mountain, on top of the mountain, and the cloud coming down, they are going to be seeing God face to face. And it is at that stage 
that Jesus becomes radiant with, in God's love and God's presence. He lights up from the inside out in touch with God who dwells within him, becomes radiant. And it is God, that radiance is not one that brings fear. Jesus says, rise, get up, and do not be afraid. And that is something that Pope uh, Francis has said this morning to one and a half million, at least one and a half million young people in Portugal, in, in Lisbon in Portugal, who are attending the, the World Day of Youth out in the sweltering heat for four or five hours and enthusiastic about him. And he's saying the question, do not be afraid, telling them to go out into the world with their heads held high as faithful Catholics, faithful disciples, and do not be afraid. And that's a message that we all have to hear in difficult times. Do not be afraid. We have to come down from the mountain after encountering Christ, and we have to engage the world and engaged life in our families when there is difficulty and trial. And do not be afraid. We have to face sickness and illness in ourselves or in our loved ones and do not be afraid. We have to go into the world and encounter hostility and division and accusation and we must not be afraid. We must walk in there radiant, with the presence of God's light, of Christ's light within us, bringing it forth into the world in which we live in. I will conclude by telling you a story. When I was a missionary in Nigeria, once a week I had the opportunity of joining a Lebanese businessman and some of his friends. He had horses and he was looking for people who would ride them out along the beach. It was beautiful. We had the South Atlantic Ocean on our right, and a beautiful lines, miles and miles of palms and palm trees on our left. Now the one, the horse that I had, they were all Arab horses, they were a bit shorter. The one I had was very annoying. His name was Toblerone, and he was very lazy. And when we would be walking out, he'd be falling behind everybody else. They'd be 50 yards ahead of me. Now I didn't want to whip him because I don't like doing that, but I kept kicking him and it made no difference. He went at his own pace. But the beautiful thing was, when we turned around to come home, this little rascal would gallop, even if I didn't want him to gallop. All I had to do was stand up and let him go. And he would go out in front of everybody else, which was wonderful, because if you've five horses in front of you on a beach, you're getting sprayed with sand non-stop. But this guy obviously didn't like it either, and he was way out in front. And he would gallop all the way, and it'd be hard to pull him up. Now, I'm giving you that example is that the contrast between the two, like horses going outwards generally don't like going out away from home. They call it sour barn. But when they turn around to come home, they gallop. And that's the way God wants us to go through life. That is the whole purpose of the transcendence of Jesus, the transfiguration, that we can go through life, that we can have peace, we can have hope, we can have joy, in the midst of sickness, in the midst of fear and worry with our families and friends, that the peace, that, that joy, that hope is dwelling within us. It, it wants to become radiant within us if we just allow it to, if we connect with it. So let us connect with the radiance that Jesus experienced on the mountain because he needed encouragement as well. And uh, 
Let, us, let that radiance be present within us and let it, not all the bad things in life steal our beauty from us. Remember, encouragement always comes from God. Discouragement comes from the evil one. So let us find encouragement in ourselves and in and through other people as well. And if we know somebody who is having a tough time, let's try and encourage them as well so that they would glow with the radiance of Christ's presence in their lives.